You're listening to a Market Moves property podcast from EG. I'm Tim Burke, EG's Deputy Editor. We're talking about the real estate fund of funds market. The team at InRev, a trade body for investors, see the industry as undergoing an evolution in terms of scale and the diversification that it offers to investors. Over the next 15 minutes or so, you'll hear Arena Palipchuk, InRev's Director of Research and Market Information, on the growth of global strategies, how fund of funds of different vintages are performing, and what a new era for this market might now look like. The latest report that you put out on fund of funds talks about a continued evolution of this industry. And I wondered to start whether you could give us some thoughts on what that evolution has looked like. Where have we come from within that segment of the industry? And what is what are the latest stats that InRev has pulled together? Tell us about where we are today. We have actually started recording the data for the fund of funds uh, all the way back in 2012. And uh, I think that those were the kind of forming years uh, for the fund of funds um, industry, uh, certainly in terms of comprehensive data. Uh, What we have seen over the last uh, three years or so is combination of things happening at the same time. Uh, quite a number of funds were reaching uh, full liquidation or uh, kind of uh, the l- latter stages of the wind down period. And at the same time, we've seen new fund of funds um, come into play as well. And I think that's why it's a little bit more complex to describe where we are at, uh, because we have perhaps what one can describe as a number of moving parts, and that's why it's evolution. We know it's it's happening, but we need probably another couple of years or so before we can really understand what shape uh, it's going to take. And what are the benefits at the moment that you see the most popular fund of funds offering to investors around the world, given the kind of markets and the volatility that we're seeing in the you know the situation we're all living and working through right now yeah sure i think they are uh, kind of in principle uh, it's quite simple uh, so it's so a way to think about it is scale and diversification and that's always been the case uh, because um, you know that's what the the sole uh, key purpose of the fund of funds is is to give access to investors particularly the smaller or medium-sized investors, to a diversified portfolio of um, real estate. Uh, But what we have seen recently is actually quite similar to what we have seen in the broader non-listed real estate. Um, You know, it's an evolution of diversification, evolution of investable universe as well, and that shift towards scale and uh, perhaps core strategy. Do those attributes really come into their own during a time of crisis like we've seen now? Uh, I think particularly the scale, I think it always does. And we've seen this in the numbers in the latest report. So we're making reference how uh, there are probably few things coming together which are magnifying that phenomenon. Uh, We have seen a kind of concentration in the fund of fund industry. So a, a growth in the large fund of funds which tend to be significantly larger in size. And the the average uh, core fund of fund tends to be 1.8 billion euros. That's that's huge. 
And and most of them are actually global in strategy. And again, that's just a reflection of uh, changing investor requirements and what their allocations look like as well. And on top of that, if you look at the largest refund of funds, they're actually even more uh, scalable. They're 5.5 billion uh, euros on average. And again, uh, mostly are global in strategy. And that that gives you that shift. So core fund of funds account for about 95% of NAV for uh, fund of funds universe. And the largest three are about 78% of that. And, and this is this says something, I think, about the scale, the size and the preference in terms of strategy. What do you see if global strategies dominate when you look at other more focused geographic strategies? What do you see happening there? And is it is it shifting in any way when you look at those outside of the, the sort of global mandates? Yeah, I, I think the answer is. Yes, but again, it's quite difficult to put a finger on it because it's driven by the evolution of investors and there will be different stories to tell depending which specific um, market you look at. So, for example, you know, in the UK, we are seeing a consolidation of uh, local government pension funds into more pooled structures. Now that creates a very difficult, uh, different demand environment from those new structures and perhaps uh, less requirement for UK specific fund of fund strategies because arguably um, they are now, because they are larger now, they can be doing some of that in-house and they're looking for more European or global strategies instead. Or, you know, if you look at the Canadian investor, very mature market, uh, very deep market as their home market. But when they look into diversify outside of their home territory, again, the premise of demand is likely to be global in nature uh, because of um, also the size uh, of the local investors as well. So I think there is a different factors going on in different um, regions or markets. Uh, But I think it's clear that uh, the direction of travel from what we've seen so far seems to be moving away from a single country fund of fund model to a regional or particularly global fund of fund model. And core strategies as well, as you say, clearly dominating. What contribution are we seeing from value add or or let's say somewhat more opportunistic plays? Yeah, by number. And I think that's where the contrast is probably the starkest, because by number we are seeing 45 percent core and then the remainder is uh, value add and few opportunistic, but it's mainly value add. Yeah. But when we look at the by NAV, so net asset value, it's a very different story because that 45% core by number becomes 95% in terms of NAV, hence your average size of 1.8 billion and value added vehicles are much more smaller in scale and I think they are under 120 billion, so significantly smaller. And this was the point I was trying to make earlier about um, measuring diversification because it's not just about... Uh, geography alone 
or the scale alone. There are other elements as well, which I think are important to consider going forward, and I will tell you why. So we have talked about scale, yes. We talked about geography, yes, but we also need to consider sector, for example, because we've seen a significant evolution of the underlying investable universe as we see a stronger interest, demand and allocations to newer, less established, more operational segments of the real estate. And that's coming through from investor need and demand for such product and feeds all the way up into uh, the fund of fund strategies as well. And as a result of that, uh, it also diversifies actually the route into the market as well. So the allocations of the fund of funds, because quite often a lot of the more operational or the new not established sectors are actually easier to access via JV structures, for example, uh, versus the pure funds per se. And we also see in a growing allocation, for example, to non-listed real estate debt. And again, that's also diversification by investment rules. We also are seeing now uh, some examples of a fund of funds actually making small allocations to direct investments as well, which really stretches that, you know, the kind of old definition of fund of funds, yeah, because we're yeah. now seeing not only funds of funds, we're now seeing vehicles, we're now seeing uh, JVs, uh, club deals, direct allocations. So uh, that's why I'm saying it's a bit too early to really call what the shape and the type of investments will look like for the entire fund of funds mm. industry. But I think the direction of travel is clear. Yes, that really is an evolution as well, isn't it? I hope so. I, that's how I see it. There were some interesting trends when you looked at performance by vintage. Tell us what yeah. you found there. I think there are two things. Um, one, I think probably to no surprise, we have seen a significant slowdown in performance compared to the year before. And that's again goes in hand in hand with the underlying real estate market. Uh, but there are a few things that we saw, if I may come back to the style first. Uh, so core funds outperformed the non-core vehicles. So I think the core uh, funds have delivered 1.9% uh, uh, total return in 2020 versus the negative minus 0.31% for non-core. And that mirrors actually what we've seen in the vehicle, um, so funds. Uh, results that mirrors what we actually see when we look at the attributes at the asset level as well. So the core segment of the market is performing better. And there is also an, uh, probably a leverage element attached to that as well, because if you look at our report, uh, the uh, average leverage in the fund of funds, which are core in nature, is lower than the one uh, as one would expect. Uh, the other segment in terms of specifically to vintages, uh, we have seen the older funds un underperform. And that's been the case uh, pretty much throughout the history. And I think that's probably, uh, you know, linked with some of the liquidations, at least to some extent as well, you know, because when some funds are in the wind down period, um, they ultimately will have weaker performance or there will be a part, part of that as well. And just as a final thought here, you have said that this is a new era 
for funder funds. Now, you, you, you made clear we need to see a little more data, some more of a track record before we know exactly where this evolution is taking us. So with that in mind, over the coming months, the next year or so, what will be of greatest interest to you that will tell you the direction that this segment of the industry is is going to head in and is is going to evolve towards as it enters this new era? Yeah, I think it requires a more granular uh, following of the industry and understanding how the fund-to-fund industry is actually uh, shaping itself, understanding better the how wide are the investment strategies in particular. You know the point I made about uh, broader allocations to a new operational segments of the market, uh, JV structures, uh, even potentially direct investments requires quite a bit of thinking and almost revisiting how do we define fund of funds um, as an industry? And that requires, you know, that bottom-up approach, understanding of the existing uh, fund of funds, some of the newer or the emerging fund of funds, and just getting a little bit of data. And it might not be months. I think it probably will be at least a year, maybe even a couple of years before we feel more comfortable uh, commenting broadly on the industry because there are so many moving parts. But for now, it's clear it's about uh, core strategies. It's that shift towards global and a broader diversification in terms of, you know, scale, size, geography, access route, number of vehicles, number of fund managers. All of that combined is what gives value add to the underlying investor because it provides that diversification in a very complex, uh, beneficial way to the underlying investor. So watch this space as the market evolves further. Thank you to Arena for sharing her thoughts with EG, and thank you for listening. Remember, you can keep up to date with Market Moves and all our other podcasts on your favourite platform, and you can head to egi.co.uk forward slash news for more real estate news, analysis and data.